Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. We hope you're safe and well wherever you may be. Today we hear from 2TV Executive Director Christiane Asselin, Bell Media Director of Strategic Planning Isabel Sullivan and Videotron Vice President of Marketing and Content Caroline Paquet about how their local streaming services are holding ground against global players and their strategies for the coming 12 months as C21's Content Quebec On Demand continues. C21's Content Quebec On Demand virtual conference kicked off last week, shining a spotlight on the Canadian province and what it has to offer the international TV business, from content with global appeal and co-production partnerships through to local filming incentives, financial support, locations and facilities. 2TV, Crave and Club Illico are the local streaming services from Radio Canada, CBC, Bell Media and Videotron respectively, and three execs from these companies, Christian Asselin, Isabel Sullivan and Caroline Paquet spoke to Adam Benzine about how they're each reaching large domestic audiences, their distinct USPs, business models, content strategies and opportunities for collaboration with the international community, as well as how they're holding ground against the global streamers. I'm Adam Benzin, your host. And uh, in this session, we're going to be talking with local digital platforms. Uh, we have three fantastic platforms taking part today, TV, Crave, and Club Illico. They're going to be talking to us about um, their local digital platforms, which are successfully managing to reach domestic audiences, both in Quebec and across Canada. And we're going to be hearing about their distinct, unique selling points, their business models, their content strategies, their opportunities for collaboration with uh, companies both in Canada and internationally, and also how they're managing to hold their ground against the uh, global streaming giants, which are becoming so omnipresent. Joining me today, I'm incredibly fortunate to have uh, Christiane Aslin, she's the exec director for 2TV and youth programming at uh, Radio Canada, CBC. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Uh, joining her is Isabel Sullivan. She's the director for strategic planning at Bell Media. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Bell Media, of course, uh, looks after Craig TV. And uh, in addition, we also have uh Caroline Paquet, she's the Vice President of Marketing and Content for Videotron, and she's going to be telling us all about Club Illico. Good morning. Good morning. So, fantastic. Great to have you all. Thank you all so much for your time. I'm, I mean, let's assume everybody within Canada knows about these platforms, but let's assume that some of the international viewers who are tuning in don't necessarily. I'm going to ask you each just to say a little bit about the streaming platform that you work for, and also how it's a little bit maybe different from the terrestrial network that's attached to. So, Christian, perhaps you could start with the SRC and Radio Canada. Yeah. So, um, Point TV is one of the leading French OTT platform in Canada. So, it's a French language platform. It's the platform of Radio-Canada CBC, so the public broadcaster. It's been around for more than 12 years, and that's one of the key of our success because we've been there for so long, so we were able to establish a link with the people before the big American came in. Uh, also, what is distinct about Two Point TV is we have an hybrid model, which is different from a lot of the platform, which means we have a free section whereas it's mostly catch-up from the television. So this is free with advertising. And then we have our subscription, SVOD, 2.TV Extra, with content from a lot of original content 
French content from Quebec, from French Canada, and a lot of acquisition from around the world. We offer more than 12,000 hours of content. I could go on and on, but... That's fantastic. Well, we're going to dive. We're going to get deeper into, into I'm the... Gonna, but I'm, I'm glad to see... I'm, I'm glad to be sitting here with Caroline and Isabelle because I think it's important to have strong Canadian uh, Quebecois platform. I think that's one of our strengths in Quebec that we have, you know, yes, there is Netflix here, there is Amazon, but there is 2.TV, there is Club Lico, and there's Crave. And that's, I think, people in Quebec and in Canada knows that there's a lot of good French offering. So I'm, I'm glad to be there with Caroline and Isabelle. Excellent. Well, I'm going to go to Isabelle next and, and, and ask you to tell us a little bit about the, uh, uh, the French language arm of, of Crave TV. Yeah, so uh, Crave is a baby compared to 2.TV. We launched in French in January 2020, so a little over uh, 12 months ago. So it's a younger platform. We pride ourselves because we're the only truly bilingual um, offering in Canada. So coming later to the game, having something that was a little bit different from Illico and, and 2TV was important to us. We've got over um, 7,500 hours of French content. About half of those since we've launched have been our, our most viewed content has been all of our originals and our, our French Quebec catalog. We've got great premium partners. So we've got um, HBO and Showtime, um, and we're the exclusive home of HBO Max in Canada. So uh, we're very lucky to have that kind of diverse offering. So it's a bit of uh, original productions. We've got acquisitions, um, and it's very important for us to have um, a very strong windowing strategy where you know, we offer a French version when it's a, a, a bilingual show that the French version be really available as quickly as it can be to, to make sure that the French audience has a great experience. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, Caroline, can you talk us through Club Illico? Yes, of course. Uh, Club Illico has been the first uh, French SVOD pure OTT in Canada. Uh, it's been launched in uh, 2013. And since that time, we're doing a very strong competition to international SVOD offers such as Netflix and Amazon. So on day one, the catalog included top flight international series and original content in various genres. Uh, we're talking about children program, documentaries, movies, series, TV shows. So it's a wide range of content. Uh, we partner with the biggest brand, uh, Sony, NBCU, Warner's, MGM, E1, and uh, many of the best uh, Quebec local uh, production houses such as Pixcom, Encore, also, and Sphere. Well, uh, Club Illico is still ahead of the game. Uh, we have now more than uh, 650,000 households. Uh, who subscribe to Club Illico. So every month people give uh, give us our $10 uh, for a service that is primarily uh, offered only in the Quebec province. So we, we address the French market. Um, our subscribers just love our content offering. Uh, viewing has grown steadily over the years and we can say it's a success story. Uh, thanks to our partnership with Quebec Art Content, uh, we, we were able to offer exclusive world class. Um, what it, uh, the thing that differentiate us is we go and get 
the best of uh, local and international content, to name just a few, and Men's Tale, Killing Eve, Flash, Brilliant Friends, and of course, All in French. We have also a very strong presence in the local programming in 2021. We will produce more than 150 local original content, movies from movies, documentaries, series, TV show, comedy show, and more. Well, fantastic. And can I just ask, you mentioned there's about 650,000 subscribers. Are they, are they mostly based in Quebec or are they kind of spread out across Canada? It's in Quebec, uh, most of it, I would say 98% of our French-speaking uh, people in Quebec. It's a, uh, Club Illico is uh, the best, I would say, ESVOD, the best and the biggest ESVOD in Quebec. So. Excellent. Well, I want to delve a little bit for each of you into the the what the makeup of content is on your platforms. How much of that tends to be original, acquired? How much of that is local versus domestic? But first, I'd like you each to just talk a little bit about what the audience is like in Quebec. A lot is often made of the fact that uh, the French-Canadian audience in Quebec is very specific, and the content that they want is often very different from the the rest of Canada. Is that is that is that fair to say? Yeah. Because we have a, a star system. We have a really, really strong star system. And that's what helps us on, you know, on each of our platform. That's why, you know, Club Illico is number one. We're close to number two. And then there's a crate. But I think most of all our platform, you know, all the Quebec likes it because we do offer original content. We offer, you know, big fiction. Like, you know, for 2.TV, we have, you know, We've launched last year over 47, you know, original content. But I think the strong point about what people like in the, the French market is our star system. They like our star and we make good stories. We make good fiction. We know that, uh, you know, Radio Canada has always been strong in fiction. Is almost the number one this year. Uh, we have also the fact that we have a show that pair daily you know, on, on Radio Canada. It's a series, you know, with policemen and everything. But our show is every, every day and has 50% of the market. So can you, and when you imagine you have 50% of the market and that content is offered on 2.TV after that on Catch Up, you can see that people love their original content in Quebec. And that's one of the strong points we all have with our platform. Yes. And Isabel, maybe you can tell us, does that reflect in them wanting to see stories that are French Canadian stories or the stories that are set in Quebec or that have some connection to the to the culture of French Canada? Absolutely. Since um, I mentioned earlier, since we launched in Quebec, 50 percent of our views have been on French and on Quebec original productions, um, we really do see an appetite for it. And, and that's something that's really important for us to have those originals, have originals coming out every month to the platform so that we can really run the gamut of different genres. We know that um, true crime is a genre that's very popular internationally and has been very popular in Quebec. So that's something that we do a lot of. And we've got scripted shows and we've got a bunch of it, but it's really interesting because a, a success is a success as well. and. If you have a show like Game of Thrones, which is a worldwide phenomenon, even years later after the finale, it's still a show that people want to see. And it's complicated enough that not everybody will be comfortable to watch it in its original language. So for us, it's important to have those big, you know, success stories that are, are dubbed. 
but it remains a priority for us to have originals and, and have stories written um, on what happens here and reflect our reality. And really, even though we have most of our subscribers in French or in Quebec, we have some subscribers that watch content in French in all the provinces right now. And that's really interesting to me is that when we launched, I wasn't expecting necessarily for there to be, you know, French views in, in British Columbia and all over the country. And, and that's very encouraging to see that there's a community of, of Francophones out there that are interested in Quebec content. So it makes Quebec content shine outside of our, our province. And that's always good for us. Yes. Now, I think it's fair to say that with Crave TV, as you say, it's a, a newer platform. Yeah. It's definitely, it definitely launched with its, its, its key offering being, we have the HBO library, yeah. we have the Showtime library, we have the Stars library, and we're building up original content. We will have more and more original content. Do yeah. you think that within the Quebec market, that's going to be maybe disproportionately more important uh, than across the rest of Canada? Absolutely. Or- yeah. Absolutely, it's more important. I think it, it's the same phenomenon that happens in television where um, an English native audience wants to see English native content. So again, with the flight attendant from HBO Max or Game of Thrones, they just want to see content in English. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's a Canadian show or if it's an American show. It does matter in Quebec. Uh, a dub will never be as popular as um, an original. And it's very important for us to to highlight those and, and put them forward um, much more than we have on the English side. However, our biggest successes for Crave, yes, there's big movies like Justice League, which, you know, are the only place in Canada where you can legally see it. So obviously thousands of people flocked to the platform to see it, but we've got great shows like Drag Race Canada, which is a huge success for us, or Letter Kenny in English, which is a really great success. Um, and so originals are also going to be going forward much more of a strategy in English Canada. And it's fun to be able to offer partnerships and, and do French versions of those or, or have shows like Transplant, which is a huge success, not only in Quebec and in Canada with, with NBC. And it, it was the number one new show on NBC last year. And it's great to see Quebec, you know, actors in there and be able to offer it on Crave and say, hey, we had it before NBC. So the, the partnerships and the way we're going to do partnerships in the future has to be reinvented, but always keeping in mind that Quebecers want to see Quebecers on screen. Yes. Caroline, you you echo that point? Yes, uh, I couldn't agree more with my colleague, but uh, I'd like to talk a bit more about the way uh, we have leveraged our cultural references. Uh, Because for us, it's it's not just about uh, seeing uh, artistic people, the, the, the the, the comedian, it's also a way of uh, our customer, when they listen to our content, they like to recognize themselves throughout the storytelling, uh, the accent, the area where it was filmed. Uh, they enjoy, it's not just about seeing Quebec star system. It's the way the content, the story is built. Uh, so we can bring attachment and emotion that they recognize themselves into the story. Uh, as an example, uh, one of our biggest uh, success last year was La Faille. So La Faille is a suspense uh, series, and that was filmed in Fermont. Fermont is a small remote city uh, in the province. <laughs> and the particularity of that uh, city, it has a wall. Uh, so we exploited the, that 
the area, the comedian. And of course, it was filmed as well at winter time. So a Quebecer, they recognized themselves into the, the storytelling, the way it was filmed and everything. So, um, so the content is not just about some story that could have happened anywhere at any time in any city. So that's uh, that's a, a, a cultural difference. Yes. And uh, so the cultural reference is definitely a big differentiator. And I think uh, we have developed a kind of a know-how in terms of programming uh, that keeps us again um, ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also as uh, Christian, Christian says, it's uh, we attract big names like uh, Patrice Robitaille, Karine Vanak, Xavier Dolan. So this is a big part as well of um, yeah. Well, listen, I want to, I'm keen to really delve into the makeup of that programming for each of for each of you guys. Firstly, in terms of how much the platform is relying on original content and how much it's relying on acquisitions. And then when we talk about original content, how much of it is being commissioned in the Quebec market? how much of it is being commissioned across Canada from production companies in Toronto and Vancouver, and how much of it is international co-production where you have a Canadian firm working with that. And then on the acquisition side, it's quite a lot to cover. On the acquisition side, how much of it is, you know, US programming that you're buying or British programming like Downton Abbey? How much of it is finished Canadian programming that you're buying that's, you know, 10 seasons of this show? Uh, really what the makeup is. So let's let's stay with, with, with you, Carolyn, and... And, and talk about uh, that. Uh, for us, it's, it's not just about quantity of content. It's more about quality. As I said previously, we're looking to, to buy or to, to acquire the best of. Uh, so we don't, we, we just, we don't rely on one, one distributor. So that's very, very important for us. So when our team, uh, Quebec or content goes to an uh, international market, they will look at uh, the best content on the market, on specific market, and they br- they will bring us uh, bring it uh, to us. So, yeah. I would say that um, maybe uh, in terms of content, maybe seventy percent is uh, acquisition and thirty percent is original programming. So, but if you look at the consumption KPIs. So as Isabel said previously, uh, consumer, they just love the originals from Quebec. So consumption is drive um, is drive by um, original programming. Yeah. But we also have a different way to look at it. Um, we when we do the programming, we we have mastered, I could say, uh, we know that some sort of content, some type of content will be made for. Uh, retention of our customer and some of our content are made for acquisition. So it's a great balance between two and it's the way we do programming. Of course, we have new release every week and we have seasonal as well. Uh, That is very important uh, because as you know, here we have strong uh, four seasons. So we have sometimes we we tend to have a decline into uh, uh, listening to TV during summer, especially in COVID, COVID and everything. So we have a way of programming, which is quite different from a traditional TV. Um. So within that 30% that's original production, I guess, you know, if, if it's really important that if you are commissioning 
something original for Clabilico that's really going to hit the audiences that you want it to. And do you, does that tend to be commissioning uh, producers who are uh, in Quebec or is there some production for producers in no, other No, actually, uh, we did some uh, joint venture with other production, a uh, house of production in Ontario, I think so. And the thing is, since we are not attached to one producer, one distributor, we are very, very open minded. Uh, we're private uh, business, so very open to to have a joint venture, to develop, uh, to to uh, very open. Yes. Excellent. Well, I'd like to go to Radio Canada now. Obviously, as a public broadcaster, there are CanCon requirements in terms of how much you commission for how much is original Canadian content. So t- talk us through how that split works for uh, for SRC and Twitter. Well, I would have to say that on Two Point TV, we can do, you know, we, we work a lot with everybody. A little bit like uh, Caroline says, we work with uh, the best producer in Quebec, but we also produce with regional producer in Canada. I mean, that's our public, you know, we're the public broadcaster, so it's normal that we do regional content and people love it. And again... We have a lot of people that are watching French content in Vancouver and Calgary, everywhere. What we work a lot is also to have partnership. Like what's also special uh, about Two Point TV is we have big partnership with other big um, public broadcasters like France TV and La RTBF. And we have partnership even with local broadcasters like Télé-Québec. So we believe a lot in partnership. We think that it's, you know, it's, it's not easy always. I mean, we are all struggling to get the same person to pay every month for our content. So yes, we're lucky. I think the fact that we have a television, it does help us. Well, you know, we're at the same place, uh, the, the, the tree platform. We have a linear television that do a lot for the discoverability of our content because this is a big issue. You can do the best content, but if nobody knows about it, then, you know, I mean, there's a sea of content right now. Let's let's see. So there's a big job. A radio uh, station, a website, and uh, I mean, and then you have to do promotion, and that's why we're happy we have a, you know a star system. We do see that people have an appetite for content from France and from uh, Belgium. We also partner with one of the biggest stars in Quebec, who's Véronique Cloutier. So I call her the Oprah Winfrey of um, Canada because she has her own. Uh, you know, she has a radio show that's number one. She has TV show at Radio Canada. She has her own line of um, clothing, and then she has her magazine. So it's important for us with, to partner with other people to do content. And also when we're commissioning, again, we're mainly commissioning in Canada. We've done so co- some co-production with Arte. But when we commission, it has to be French content, or it has to be mainly fiction or documentary, because this is what we do internationally, because most of our platform is mm-hmm. local content and also acquisition. It's like, it's, it's hard to calculate, you know, because there's content that are, you know, coming and going. But I think uh, it's when you're programming a platform, like an SVOD platform, you try to have as different content as you can. We all know that kids, kids content is very important. So we have content I think we have over 200 content for kids. So we go from the two years old to, you know, adulthood. So if they, you know, if they subscribe to the platform, we can grow with them. And as a public broadcaster, again, kids, kids is important for us. We have kids programming on TV. 
So, I mean, there's a link between what we do on television and what we offer on our platform. Yes. And I, I would assume from that, when you are commissioning original uh, content that's going to go on 2.TV, that it's um, it's not just a case of commissioning it and then slapping on French subtitles afterwards or a French dub. It has to be... <laughs> no, original in- content has to be in French. But when we acquire content, I mean, it's normal that it has to be dubbed. And, you know... Was that so how, much you, how much are you commissioning in general? You know, on an average of the platform, you would say. I mean, it's hard to say. I said, you know, last year we produce about uh, 47 or 50, you know, content for the platform. And I'm not adding all the content that we do for the television and that we premiere on the platform. I mean, that's something that, you know, and as I said, discoverability is a big you know, issue. So for us, it does help the platform to offer it first on 2.TV, let the content know. And then, you know, because we need to have new release every week. And then after that, some of the content will go on TV, but it's important to develop content. Yes, that go with TV, but a lot of content we do because it market um, it's aim at a younger market, maybe from the 18 to 25. We have a lot of success with this content. We'll do content that's only for 2.TV exclusive. Excellent. And Isabel, uh, on, on the Crave TV front, as we mentioned, there's a strong library of, of American content that brings in a healthy audience. But you've, as you've mentioned, you want to build up the original programming that you do for, for, uh, for Quebec and for French Canada. Talk me through a little bit what your strategy is for Crave TV originals, Crave originals. I keep calling it Crave TV, but it's just Crave now, isn't it? It's just Crave. It's just Crave now. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, for us, it's really important to have new Quebec content coming to the platform every month to make sure that we stay relevant because we have big comp- comp- uh, com- competition that's been there for a while. I mean, Ilico and Tutevi have been around for, for decades. So for us, it's really important to come with an offering that's unique. Obviously, um, because of our partners with HBO and Showtime and our other uh, movie output deals, we've got a big you know, heavy library of dubbed um, content. So when we commission originals, we really want to make them relevant. We want to have, you know, a bunch of scripted shows and and documentaries and, we, you know, we're leaning on true crime, but we also want to make sure to have some humor in there because comedy is very important. So when we commission, it's also a question of balance and seeing, can we be a a bit of everything for everyone? Um, with a premium SVOD service, it's important, kind of like a conventional network, that everybody be able to find something and it not be too niche. So our local programming is very diverse. Um, I would say that most of our commissioning in Quebec is um, really French Quebec content. Then we have some partnerships. I've mentioned uh, previously stuff like Transplant and Cardinal um, or Drag Race, which we do dub. Well, it's a, a, a subtitled version for Drag Race. Um, so we've got a bunch of that, but we have the occasional production that we're very proud of and, and we'll partner with European uh, partners or even partners in English that aren't necessarily um, crave just to make sure that we offer the best content. So if Matthew Cause comes to us and, and says, I have a series and we, and we think crave is the right place for it and we've got international partners that are on board, then we're super open to exploring how to make sure that that content gets seen. And I think that one of the reasons why producers have been coming to see us um, is that they really wanna see their poster for their series 
next to the poster for Game of Thrones. And they want to be able to, to, to see a premium environment where they are treated as just as important as that AAA content that it, that'll come from Universal or HBO or, or Warner. So it's really um, a question of finding the balance. But for us, uh, Quebec content with local stars um, is where we're commissioning most of the work. Right. And uh, Crave had a big breakout hit with Letterkenny, which is mm-hmm. an English, English-Canadian show. Do you think that you can have a French-Canadian breakout that can do that sort of thing, that can both appeal to the audience in Quebec, but also have American networks saying, we want to buy this, we want to play this, even though it's in, even though it's in French? Well, I think what we've cl- come closest to is Transplant, because it was shot in Quebec with Quebec... Um, writers and actors. Um, So behind and in front of the scene, there's a lot of Quebecers. It was English language first. So it's a, it's a dub, but it's, you know, stars like who dubs herself. So there's that as well, that makes it more interesting for the Quebec audience. Um, I do think that with COVID there's kind of an opening of partners to dub more content from French to other languages we're doing actually our first test where Sortez-moi de moi from also productions with um, Sophie Lorraine is coming out in May. And we're going to be going simultaneously with the French version, which is the original, and then an English dub and an English subtitle. So we're really offering it three ways for our audience to discover it. And we're hoping that it's something that we can do more of in the future. We really believe that there's an audience for that and that the Canadian consumer um, is interested, and if if it works in Canada, it can work. It can work, you know, outside of our our borders. So we're looking forward to to seeing that. So May seventh. Yes, and is your focus more on on film or on series? More series. We've got a lot of Quebec movies and uh, Canadian movies. We partner, uh, but I think um, it's it's not the same volume as series. So I, I'd say the bulk of it is series. Yes. Same with same with you, Caroline and Christian. Uh, well, it's theory that uh, we've we've started uh, to produce our own own movies. Uh, so this year we're going to launch uh, four exclusive uh, movies. Uh, so it's uh, a new era, and we're very very interested as well in documentaries. Um, it's been a trend for our consumer and. I mean, uh, to go deeper in the programming for us is very important uh, to have many different type of series and go deeper in the genre. So, uh, but movies are still there and uh, we're aiming to do a success with this and to uh, to kind of reinvent the model in Quebec for uh, movies distribution. Yes. And Christian? Well, I think also there's, um, as Isabelle was saying, there's an appetite for, you know, Quebec content international. We can see it more and more. Uh, we've sold, you know, C'est comme ça que je t'aime. There's many content that premiere on 2.TV that have been done in Quebec, in Canada, that are French, that are being sold internationally. And that's something that, you know, it's, it's nice. There's two kinds of business. You have your business in Canada, in French Canada. We have our platform. But I think that we all know that for the future, it's important to get international and you yeah. know, do acquire content from other country. But I think Quebec now more and more are, you know, we're selling, we have content that, you know, can be international because we do, you know, we all know that we do very good content the best we can. And 
there's a lot of example of content from Radio Canada that have been sold to other country. It's either in French, it's been dubbed in another French. Also, when we did our partnership with France Télé, what helped us is that we took some of our fiction and they're now offered on France.TV, their platform. So I think we, we work a lot locally, but we work a lot more internationally. You know, it's, it's the world is, is our playground now. And it's well, um, something that, that everybody, I think, is working. Yes, I want to stay on that international note and, and uh, bring up the big N, Netflix, and along with them, Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, these big giant streaming companies coming out of Silicon Valley, you know, they're, they're increasingly, they want global rights. They want to be in every market. They want to come into Quebec and they want to hire, you know, Canadian producers across the country and take all of the rights and pay them the, you know, big generous lump sum. And so then there's no co-production, there's no selling on. It's a very different model. How are you each positioning your platforms to to deal with that, to deal with the, the you know, these giant streaming uh, um, platforms. I mean, you take something like uh, 2TV, which people can pay to subscribe to. People can't afford, most people can't afford to pay to subscribe to Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and 2.TV and Spotify. You know, it ends yeah. up being... But at some well, point, uh, we see that people are, you know, Isabel was saying the COVID had a big impact, uh, impact on how people, I think that, we almost jumped three years ahead with COVID. Yeah. I think people, I mean, we look at our subscription, our subscription base grew 43% in one year. I mean, that's amazing. It just, people have time to watch content. So yeah. that's one good thing. They have time to watch content and hopefully they don't subscribe to only one platform. They subscribe to two or three platforms. But I think we all know that Netflix is there. Disney also made a big impact in Canada. But our studies show that, you know, people will get Netflix, but they also want one platform that's truly, you know, that will offer original content. And yes, Netflix might produce one or two or three, but they will never produce as many original content in Quebec than what we're doing. So I think it, you know, I would love to say that we will compete them head to head, but I mean, that would be a lie. I think that we don't have the same budget. But we're happy that we're offered something different. And we're happy to see that a lot of people who never thought they would, you know, subscribe to a platform now subscribe to a platform. And I don't know, there's something about Quebec and people watching content. They love, you know, watching content. So we're happy we have, you know, these, these people, you know, ready to pay. Um, also on uh, Two Point TV, our, our price is a bit lower, so people can afford one or you know two platforms. Carolyn, I'm um, going to dive in there. Yes, um, if I could say uh, what we're going to see happening in the market is uh, exactly what Christian is saying. Uh, people subscribe to one, two, and even three in the U.S. Uh, the average uh, household has four up to four OTTs. I don't think that in the Quebec market is what we're going to see, but obviously it's there, like Christian says. And also that the trend that is going right now, it's uh, in traditional TV, we saw uh, channel shoveling and we're going to see OTT shoveling. Uh, so it's going to come into our market. It's, it's ahead of us. So that's a, a trend that we need to be prepared. And the other thing I want to add is maybe... Um, 
we have uh, at Kubelico, we have a, a strong brand, very strong brand. And um, what dif the difference between us and maybe Netflix is, of course, Netflix can can have nice producer, nice uh, Quebec artistic, and they can give them some money. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, the one who's going to promote the content uh, and who will do it better, that I think it's going to be us. Uh, Club Bellico is part of uh, the Group Québécois, and we own uh, the largest private uh, uh, TV network. So that is also important for a producer, for someone who produces content, who loves it, what he wants. Of course, it's nice to be internationally and get some money, but they want to be seen by the local people. They want to have big views and big KPIs. So I think it's a way of differentiating us uh, from Netflix and, and others. So, Well, Chris, Christiane mentioned the, the, the Quebec star system. You know, yeah. it's, it's very separate from the, 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 the rest of Canada. Are, are any of you worried about losing that top talent to doing shows on, 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 on these big streaming platforms that they might come in and say, well, we're going to take them away? I mean, we may lose some, but at the end of the day, as I said, these people, they want to have a success, a success locally and to have a success locally. Uh, you need to have advertising. You need to have a big machine, a promotional machine. Uh, we do events with clients. So uh, uh, people who produce SVOD show, uh, they can meet with the customer and everything. You don't see that at Netflix. No, they won't. Uh, they, they won't promote it as well. Yeah. We, we, we might lose a bit, but you know, when you look at the number of how many content Kibiliko is doing original and how many content we're doing originally, Netflix will never do as many. So, I mean, Netflix is an amazing platform, is offering a lot of content, but again, it's an international platform. Their aim is to be international. So at some point, that's, I mean... When I say we've been there for 12 years, I think that's where it counts. I see other countries struggling against Netflix and Disney. It's because it took them so long to be there. Maybe they'll be able after that. But when I, I talk to other people uh, internationally, I see that we're lucky. And when I said at the beginning of the session, we're lucky to have Clubilico and Crave and uh, Two Point TV because People know that there's an offering for them. In French, there's, a, there's a, an option because they can jump from one you know, platform to the other. I mean, we, we would all love to have all the subscribers on our platform. But again, I'm just happy that Quebec is you know, so strong with our platform because we, you know, having a good SVOD platform is not only content. It's how you work with the customer, how you retain the customer. There's a lot... To, there's a lot about an SVOD platform that is not only content, and I think that we're all doing a good job at it. Well, listen, I'm so grateful to all of you for all of uh, the time that you've given us and for, for giving us this overview of your digital platforms. It's, it's hugely helpful. So thank you so much, and thanks for taking part. Christiane Asselin, Isabel Sullivan, and Caroline Paquet speaking with Adam Benzine as part of C21's Content Quebec On Demand, which continues online now until tomorrow. 
Video versions of the sessions are available on c21media.net if you're a pro subscriber, and there'll be more from the event in our next episode. But in the meantime, stay safe and up to date with all the latest international TV industry news and views by following C21 online on mobile and social media. My name's Jonathan Webdale. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.